What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey y'all, I just wanted to come to you with a real quick message. I'm super excited because I'm starting a new podcast and it's going to be called Molly, You in Danger Girl. So we are going to talk about all things horror related. So horror short stories, we're going to give horror movie reviews because not only am I a murderino, I love horror. Who would have thought it? (laughs) Anyway, Right now, I just am compiling a couple episodes because I want to come out with a few episodes for you so you don't be like, girl, why you come out with one episode? What that's going to do for me? I got y'all. So in the meantime, make sure you follow me on Instagram and it's called Molly, You're in Danger Podcast, but it's just the letters M-Y-I-D-G Podcast. One more time, that's M-Y-I-D-G Podcast. So, Get yourself ready, get situated because we got some new shit coming and it's finna pop. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of In Killing Color. This is episode number 29 and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, This one is something that is a case that is actually ongoing that just happened But it was so wild and crazy to me. Like, there was no way I could not do a segment on it. Like, there was no way. So today, we're going to discuss the case of 24-year-old Natalia Harrell and her unborn baby. (laughs) I'm sure you don't know who she is or who her unborn baby is. But by the time we get to the end of this episode, you will. Let's get to it. These are their stories. All right, so we're just going to dive into it because this is going to be more of a conversation versus like a traditional show like I usually do because... This shit is just so wild to me. Like, this whole episode is just like, girl, what? Because the whole entire time you're going to be listening to this, you're going to be like, girl, what? (laughs) So let's just chow. Anyway, we're just going to get into it. So there's a girl, a lady, a woman. She's 24 years old, and her name is Natalia Harrell. Now, Natalia is being accused of second-degree murder because back on July 23rd of 2022, she shot and killed a lady named Gladys Borsella after they went to a club in Miami. And basically what they're saying what happened was they were in an Uber and it was Natalia, it was Gladys, and it was another male friend. So they said that Natalia 
was getting a little bit aggravated with Gladys because Gladys was drunk. And you know, when we have a drunk friend, sometimes they get a little bit too drunk and get out of pocket and you'd be like, girl, please calm down. Like you are doing way too much. So Natalia tells her friend guy, hey, you need to get your friend because she's doing a little bit much. And Gladys was not here for that comment. Gladys started going slap smooth the fuck off. Okay. I mean, going off on her. All right. So they're going off on the Uber, carrying on or whatever. And then Natalia supposedly says, hey, you don't want this. You do not want me to go into my purse. And we all know when a black woman says you don't want me to go into my purse exactly what that means that means she got that stick in there and is getting ready to go but being drunk Gladys was like girl don't nobody give a fuck about that blah 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 so <laughs> Natalia said watch this so Natalia reaches into her purse pulls her gun out and fires a single shot and she shot Gladys and Gladys did not make it unfortunately so that's basically the whole like background back story. They're saying that, well, Natalia, not they. Natalia is saying that she was basically trying to act in self-defense because she said that Gladys was trying to come for her and trying to attack her. And she was trying to shoot in self-defense. So now we're going to enter the crazy part of the story. Of course... Natalia gets arrested and she gets sent to the Miami Dade jail, whichever jail that was. Now, <laughs> at the time, Natalia was supposedly six weeks pregnant. Okay? She was six weeks pregnant. It's not known whether she was at the function they were at, she was drinking or not, but she was six weeks pregnant at that time, which was July of 2022. So remember that because. We have to do some math later. July 2022 equals six weeks pregnant. Okay. So Natalia gets to jail. And when you're in jail, you're supposed to get proper, you know, medical care while you are in there. You're supposed to be able to see an OB. If you have medications, they're supposed to give you your medications. If you have different things you're supposed to have throughout your pregnancy they're supposed to take care of it and they're supposed to do that for you well according to court records she was seen when she first went in for her first ob appointment and then after that she kind of started refusing to go i'm not sure why she started refusing to go but she decided to be like i don't want to go they were giving her prenatal pills she was like i don't want to take that Whatever medication she was supposed to have, she didn't want to take it. She didn't want to do anything she didn't want to do. So now enters a lawyer. And not just one lawyer. There's two lawyers. Why? Because Natalia has a lawyer. And her unborn fetus has a lawyer as well. Now, Natalia's lawyer is arguing that she should be released from custody because the jail officials have failed to provide her proper prenatal care. And in that right, they have filed a writ of habeas corpus. 
And he's also arguing for the release of her based on prosecutors not charging the unborn child. Technically, in this habeas corpus writ, it's the actual fetus who is filing said writ. (laughs) Let me rewind back so you can hear exactly what I said. The habeas corpus writ that was submitted to the court was submitted, quote, quote, by the unborn fetus inside of Natalia's body. (laughs) Girl. All right. So just for knowledge purposes, because a lot of people may not know what habeas corpus means. I didn't know for a long time until I saw Legally Blonde, but don't mind me. But. Here is a definition of habeas corpus. It is a requiring of a person under arrest to be brought forth before a judge to secure release unless lawful grounds are permitted. (laughs) And the layman's terms is it protects against unlawful and indefinite imprisonment. So if you think about what I'm saying, They're saying that the baby that's in her stomach is filing to be released from jail because technically the baby didn't do anything. (laughs) Uh, So in the filing, which I'm going to get into the actual filing because I got my hands on the actual habeas corpus filing. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to break that down too. But They're saying that the respondents, which is the jail, the respondents have failed or refused to take the unborn child to the attending OB outside uh, at Jackson Hospital. The last visit that the unborn child had with the OBGYN was in October of 2022. So here's some first math problem. She went in July. They said her last appointment was in October of 2022. So at the time of this filing and all these things, it was February of 2023. So October to February. What's that? October. That's five months. So we're going to remember that because the math needs to math five months. So. They're saying that there has been a lack of reasonable and necessary prenatal care for the unborn child. In fact, that the jail has failed to bring the prescribed vitamins and nutritional drinks for the unborn child's mother, Mrs. Harrell. <laughs> like, the only reason I'm laughing because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But I'm not sure. So now, like I said earlier, she was six weeks pregnant at her time of arrest, which was in July. But now, as of when all this information started coming out, which was February the 28th, they're saying that she is eight months pregnant and the baby's due date is unclear because no doctor has checked on the mother since October of 2022. So they're guessing that the baby would be here in four weeks or less, which is more math because that means the baby should be here in mm, early April. So probably three weeks from now, perhaps. But we'll get back to the math because it technically the math is not mathing. Anyway, 
they said that the unborn child was in danger because Natalia was locked up with other people who were there because they have been disciplined and or are under investigation for fighting, breaking the law or violating the prison rules. So they're saying that the baby is housed with criminals and shouldn't be because the baby itself is not a criminal. The baby ain't did shit. So the baby don't need to be there. But the baby's inside the mama. Make that make a piece of sense to me. They said that furthermore, the unborn child has not been charged with a criminal offense and the baby should not be in a detention center right now. <laughs> so the Miami-Dade County Corrections, they have partnered with the Jackson Health System to provide proper health care to inmates that are pregnant while they're in custody and they say they are committed to ensuring all inmates receive professional timely medical care and appropriate treatment they said that they are conducting a full review of the health services offered and received to ensure that all prenatal care is being provided in our custody of people now the state the actual state of florida has urged the court to actually dismiss this petition and they disputed that the allegation was not received that she had not received adequate medical care was basically some bullshit they said that the rhetoric of that whole fetal personhood movement that they are currently experiencing because you know a lot of people feel like fetus is a person whatever you believe you believe but they said that that particular fetal personhood movement it seeks to grant constitutional legal protection to fetuses and embryos. They say that an unborn child is a person and the person does have constitutional rights. And one of them is the right to not be deprived of liberty, liberty, <laughs> liberty without due process of the law. So I'm going to break that down really quick. Does that mean that there should be two separate trials? Natalia gets a trial and the fetus gets a trial as well. How are they going to get said testimony from the fetus is what I would actually like to know. Are they going to put the baby on the stand? Was the baby an eyewitness to the murder? All of this is not trying. I'm not trying to be funny. This is massively comical to me. How are you going to get a, how are you going to try a fetus? <laughs> like What? <laughs> So let's get into a little bit of what fetal personhood is. So they said that the fetal personhood laws are a key aim of the anti-abortion movement that came about after the court, U.S. Supreme Court struck down the Roe v. Wade last year. They say they are strongly opposed by, well, that law is strongly opposed by pro-choice and women's right organizations. All right. I understand that but it's like if you want to get technical with certain things like that like this is going to open like a whole entire pandora's box on what actual fetuses and babies have to quote say in life this is not that type of podcast so i'm not about to get in that so we're going to get back into the actual case of natalia and her baby so let me pull back up because I'm pulling this up because I want to talk to y'all directly from the case file for this. Now, at this point, Natalia has not 
said she didn't shoot anybody because in all honesty the murder was on video because the driver had a video so there's no way that natalia could have said she didn't do anything because guess what girl you was on the summer jam screen when you shot that lady okay but this is just <laughs> this is just crazy to me the fact that they're really harping on the fact that they're basically saying the unborn child has not been charged with a criminal offense that the baby itself needs to be released from jail therefore stating that natalia needs to get out of jail so okay let's say for instance that that does happen natalia gets out of jail until she has the baby and then she goes back and then the baby testifies against the mom make me make me understand exactly what is what because according to a lot of records i saw when she went to jail they gave her a pregnancy test because i not a i don't go to jail so i don't know they say they give pregnancy tests when you get to jail they said that when she first got in there in july that her test was negative cool understood but under her knowledge she was already six weeks pregnant so if she was six weeks pregnant she had a test that said negative of course there's a thing is such thing as false positives because that's just what happens but then a week and a half later they gave her a test and it was positive so for me that's giving a small piece of doubt as to hey perhaps she wasn't even pregnant when she went to jail maybe she got knocked up by a security guard i don't know if she was a full six weeks pregnant I'm not sure if they're giving P-tests or blood tests, but one of the two is going to determine if you're giving a blood test, you're going to see that positive. But that's neither here nor there. I'm still harping on the fact that they are trying to let this bait lady out of jail because her baby did not commit a crime. So the unborn child, according to the state of Florida, is a person, an actual full-fledged person under the Florida Constitution and United States Constitution and is afforded constitutional protections under the Due Process Clause and 5th, 8th, and 14th Amendment of the Constitution and Article 1, Section 9 of the Florida Constitution says, no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or poverty without due process of law. The state of Florida has protected the rights of an unborn child and even sought justice for an unborn child before. So you're saying in the state of Florida, if a pregnant woman kills somebody, the baby can file a habeas corpus writ and say, I didn't do shit. I don't need to be in here. Therefore, my mama need to get out of jail even though she did but she's holding me so therefore i gotta get out of jail that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me none none <laughs> so now there's a whole trial there's a whole case on the mom and there's a separate case for the unborn baby She's been in detention for seven months and supposedly getting inadequate prenatal care after 
the mom has been refusing prenatal care for months. So nowhere in this habeas corpus writ is there information stating that the mom had been refusing information. I found that information elsewhere. So in this whole 27 page document, there's nothing. They actually are saying, well, you know what? I lied. Here's a couple of things. They're saying during the week of February 12th, 2023, the mom was taken outside to a doctor to check her blood sugar level and circulation of the blood in her legs. When Miss Harrell asked them, when will her unborn child be examined by OB? They were told that there will not be any appointments made for the unborn child until she was born. Okay. Uh, that doesn't make any sense, but okay. So during the month of December and January, Miss Harrell said she requested several times for prenatal medical care and treatment for her baby. And she says that the hospital has refused. She was not given any forms to complain and was not given any relief in any effect so that somebody could find out what was going on with her. And now they're, they're really arguing that the fact that the child has not been charged with anything, but the mom has. So what they're trying to say is that if she doesn't get out of jail, this baby is going to be born on the jail floor because that's literally what it said. It will be brought into this world on the concrete floor of the prison cell without the aid of qualified medical physicians, paramedics, and in the presence of violent criminals. I ain't never seen, heard, read nothing about somebody, a pregnant lady in jail, giving birth on the floor. <laughs> never seen it. If you have, let me know and I will retract the statement. I ain't never seen it. Because I do believe pregnant women in jails are kind of kept separate not like everybody in that ward if you're in jail you've done something some bullshit to get in there but you're kept with the rest of the pregnant girls you're not kept with the decapitators you're kept with the rest of the pregnant girls however one of the pregnant girls may be a decapitator but the fact of the matter is she's still pregnant just like you so I'm not going to get into all that, but I, this was just kind of like a quick story that I, somebody brought to me on my live last week and I was really taken aback by it because it's like, you are really having a trial and filing complaints on behalf of an unborn baby. Y'all don't know what that baby want to talk about. That baby either might be about that. He might be like, yeah, my mama did that cause, cause the girl was trying to get at her. Or maybe baby might be scary and be like, oh, no, I don't want nothing to do with that. I just I, just, I don't know. I'm going to open this up to a conversation because I would really like people's input on this particular case, because this is a lot. It's ongoing and I'm 100 percent going to keep up with it because <laughs> it was actually absolutely ridiculous. And I, I feel bad because I don't want anybody to think that I'm making fun of. Natalia and her situation because to be quite honest I don't feel bad for the bitch you knew you was pregnant when you was in the uber threatening to pull out your gun and shooting her so it's also giving premeditation because you was like hey it's in here and it's gonna go you knew what you was about to do so I don't feel bad for her but I do feel bad for the baby because the baby is pleading for his life in the womb 
lawyer please get me out because they do have two separate lawyers mind you <laughs> two separate lawyers <laughs> girl anyway please once you guys get into this case please come back you can either come back to my twitter you can come back to my instagram you can even come back to my tiktok put your comments because i'm going to pose these questions i want to talk to y'all about this case because this shit is wild as hell to me so basically let me thank thank you for letting me rant today because this was basically a free episode and rant i will be back next week with an original regular structured podcast but today i just felt like freestyling a little bit and just going off of what i saw last week because this is technically a true crime case and it's wild out of pocket to me so thank y'all for listening i will talk to y'all next time bye bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.